0: You really cannot hear what God has to say. And that Jesus made it clear in uh, Matthew 13. They have ears, but they can't hear. They have eyes, they can't see. So God gives His word and we are blessed. Thank you, musicians. You really minister to us today. Amen. We just went through a a serious storm. I'd never seen anything like it before. I guess uh, I was, you know, looking through our window a lot into the yard, wondering, is that what going to get here? I rebuke you in Jesus' name. You're not coming here, us. And uh, stayed all day. But today, I want to speak on a, a message that I titled, Wisdom. For the storms of life. Wisdom for the storms of life. Storms are real. No one in Houston can deny that. Storms are real. And they are inevitable. They are going to come our way. The storms that we just experienced in Houston... It's a visible storm. You saw the rain, the flood, the wind. But people also go through storms that sometimes we can't see. There are secret storms. Now, when you're going through a visible storm, people can see the devastation. And they want to do something. But there are secret storms that people are going through. They're looking for help. And they don't know where to go. And there is really no one to go to. Secret storms. Storms in my marriage. Storms in my finances. Maybe your health. You feel like you are being choked and there's no one to help. But God is the only one that can truly help. When storms come our way, whether it's a natural storm or a secret storm, so, some that is seen or some that, storm that you can see, God is ultimately the only one that can help us. It won't take too long in Houston before people forget that there is someone back there That needed help. They helped before. But they forgotten. They think you are still okay. They forget about what's going on in your life. But God never forgets. He sees what's still going on in your life. After everything is quieted down. God is still aware of the storm that you are going through. Storms are real. They will come whether you like it or not. Some of us are aware of it. Some of us are right now in the midst of a storm. And some are just walking into a storm. You can feel it. And some are getting out of a storm and getting ready to enter into another storm. That's the way life is. We have to deal with the storms of life. And so we need wisdom to handle the storms of life. We need the wisdom of God because these things will come. Whether you like it or not, storms will come your way. My storm may be different from your storm, but mine is as real as yours. And it's about swallowing me up and there is no one to go to, but God, God understands all of that. We need wisdom to deal with storms, the storms of life. The Bible tells us this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 2. It says, Jesus went into the uh, synagogue, as usual manner, to to speak and to preach. And they heard him preaching. And it says, the people that heard him were astonished. And they said, they knew him as a carpenter. And he said, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this? That is given to him. What wisdom is this that is given to him that through his hands these mighty works have been performed? Wisdom was what brought those miracles. What wisdom is this that is, which is given to him so the wisdom was given to him by his father. What wisdom is this which is given to him that through his hands these mighty works have been done? Those, this wisdom that was given to him was the same wisdom that still the storm in Galilee. So we need wisdom from God to handle storms. Now, think about it. God wants to give you wisdom. I've said it over and over again here. Solomon wasn't born with wisdom. He knew it. He even told God, I can't handle this thing. I'm not like my father. I'm not a warrior. I don't have his wisdom. I don't know how to govern. And wisdom was delivered to Solomon in one night. And the Bible says God is the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God can give you that wisdom. Did you know Solomon never fought one war? Solomon was not engaged in any battle. His wisdom stilled the storms. Not only that, his wisdom brought great finances to him. His wisdom brought great honor to Israel. He never had to handle a sword like his father. What's the difference? God gave him wisdom to steal every stone. That's what we need. Wisdom from the Lord God Almighty. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7, He says, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding also. Because when you gain understanding, you can handle the storm. When you have wisdom, you can go through the storm. And this storm can, will not affect your life. So we need wisdom to handle storms. A lot of people today, they have a, the storm is gone. The natural storm, the wind and the flood and all of that, that's all gone now. But now they have to deal with the storms, the, what happened brought into their lives. And that demands wisdom. Wisdom is needed to handle that type of uh, storm. The Bible tells us the entrance into God's Word gives light. The entrance into God's Word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So we need understanding to handle it. Jesus knew how to handle his enemies because God gave him wisdom. Amen. When he spoke, they tried to trap him to bring a storm into his life. He'll ask them just a few questions and they don't know how to handle him. May God give you a wisdom that Jesus said can never be resisted against it in the name of Jesus. To handle every single storm that Satan brings away. May God give you that wisdom today in Jesus' name. God wants to give us that wisdom. He wants to do it. He's, He's able to do it. Where do we go to get God's wisdom? The primary place is the word, the entrance into God's word. That's where we find the wisdom concerning life. These things we must know, and this we must receive by faith in God, and faith in God alone. That's what enlightens us when we hear the word of God and we believe the word of God. We receive light. The more you stay with the word of God, the more you hear the word of God, the more the wisdom you receive. Because God and the word of God, they are one and the same. So when you receive the word of God, you get light and then you have understanding. The understanding is this, it's very important for every one of us. No matter what you're going through today, I want you to gain this wisdom from God's Word. Can I hear an amen? Understand this and never forget it. Never forget it. In Psalm 46 verse 1 it says, God is our refuge. Can you say it? God is my refuge. God is our refuge. That means God is your shelter. God is your hiding place. When you hear the tornado coming, you know where to hide, right? They say, go on that somewhere, stay in the room, no glass. Well, God is your hiding place. You need a refuge. God is announcing himself to be your refuge. Would you believe it? God is our refuge and strength. When you're going through difficult times, you need strength. Because in the natural, you don't know how this is going to end. You don't see the future. Only God knows the future. We need strength from God. so God is our strength. He is our present help in trouble. Your present help in trouble. That's wisdom. Just know that God is with you regardless of what you're going through. Man may not see what's happening to you, but he sees it. He knows exactly who you are. He even knows the number of hairs you have on your head. And he doesn't have to count much for me right now. Okay, and if you go to the mirror and you you comb your hair and you're very violent with it and, and, and uh, you got some off and you say, now God, how many hairs did I pull off when I did that? He'll tell you. He'll tell you. And he can also tell you how much you got left. Okay, that means God knows exactly what's going on in your life. Why? Why is he so interested? Because he cares for you. He cares for everything that's happening to you. When you are in the storm, he's there with you. That's what we need to know. He says, because he is my present help in trouble, therefore I will not fear. Some of us are going through some things right now. You want to think about what you're going through? Question is, are you afraid? If you're afraid, you really don't believe Him. When you know that He is your refuge, there is no reason to be afraid. And Psalm 91 says, I will say of the Lord, have you said it? Say it with your mouth. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. That's my hiding place. And if you have said that, you have no reason to be afraid. There is nothing that can, where God says, well, uh, that one, I missed that one. I didn't see that coming. That's not God. He saw everything before they got to you. He saw them while they were preparing to come to you. Or while it was preparing to come to you. And when they came, God saw all of it. God saw every part of that. So we will not fear even if the earth be removed. The earth is not removed. The earth is still here. But even if that's possible, God says you have no reason to be afraid. He will take care of you in that storm. Can I hear an amen? He'll take care of you in that storm. No matter what's going on, even if the mountains have been carried away into the midst of the sea, God says, there is no reason to be afraid. God is with you. Isaiah 43, verse 2, He says, when you pass through the waters, not if, when... James says, don't think it's strange when you enter into diverse kinds of temptation. It, it's happening to everybody. You're just going through yours. But no, when God's with you, you are not going through it alone. You got a bigger partner with you, and he can handle it. So let him lead and just follow. That's why Proverbs chapter 3 says, don't lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't lean on your understanding. He says, commit your ways to Him. Let Him know everything that's happening to you. And He will direct your path. That's wisdom. He tells you, don't go there. Don't talk to that person. Don't take that loan. Don't do that. Talk to that insurance man. Don't talk to that person in the company. Call again. You'll get somebody better that will talk to you and help you. That's wisdom from God. You got to listen to Him. Can I hear an amen? amen? When you pass through the waters, He says, I will be with you. Notice that? It's the present help in times of need, in trouble. God's always there. And we must realize that, no matter what you're going through right now, if it seems like there's no way out of it, there's always a way. When God says, when you pass through the waters, I can think about, He's talking about when they pass through the Red Sea, right? He was with them. And then He says, when you go through rivers, okay, they shall not overflow you. I see Jordan, everything God says, He's already done. When you pass through the fire, not if, when. Can I hear the word when? We don't like it, you know. I know everyone wants to be promoted, but no one wants to take a test. I want to go to the next level. But you can't go to the next level if you haven't been tested. Okay? Studying for a test is not really fun. And sitting down to take the test is frightening. But you got to take the test. If you want to go to the next level, that's life. The storms will come. But don't think it's strange. God allows it for your promotion. Can I hear an amen? God allows it for your promotion. If you have wisdom, remember what the scripture says, All things, all things, except the little trouble you got, All things work together for good to those who, who love God and are called according to your purpose. No, His purpose. So His purpose is upon your life. Amen? No matter what's happening to you, if you have accepted Jesus into your heart, He has a purpose for you. And when trouble comes, like it did for Joseph, it's funny. I don't have too much time to preach today, but it's funny. When you read about Joseph, Every time God gives you a promise guess what's coming after it the devil he is also interested in the promise when God gives you a dream and you are excited in your bed you dream wow this is wonderful guess who is not as excited the devil is not he's looking to steal your dream Every dream, every promise from God is followed by trouble. We don't like it. I'm just going to preach, not looking at my notes. Yes. If you read in, in, in uh, Matthew chapter 13, Jesus said, those who heard the word, those, these are the guys who heard the word that have the stony heart. He says, when they hear the Word, they receive the Word with so much joy, but there's not much depth in them. But when the song comes up, because they don't have that, they wither away. And Jesus said, this is how to interpret that. When you hear the Word, and you don't really have that in, the word, in your heart for the Word, so every time you hear the word of God, He's sowing something for good for your life. And so if that doesn't, if that's in your heart and there is no depth of sword, Jesus said when troubles and tribulations come because of the word. So why is trouble chasing after you? Because of His word in your heart. He knows if He stays in there, Something is going to change in your life and the storm cannot affect your life and something good is coming your way. So He's after the Word. He sees the Word in your heart and because you didn't go back to water the Word, that's what happens to people in church. They are in church one Sunday and they receive some blessings from the Lord that Sunday. It's so good. They miss two other Sundays and they come back with greater trouble. Hello. You have to stay there in the Word. Satan is after the word in your life. But God wants to bless his children. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. That's what God says. When you go through the waters, I will be with you. I am with you. So when you are going through the storm, God's with you. That's all you need to know. Be still and know. That's wisdom. Be still and know that I am God. Why is he telling you? He says, don't run back and forth. Just trust me. Relax. Hello? I'm going to take care of it. If you are anxious, don't pray. Because the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. Let me tell you this: no prayer gets unanswered. If your prayer prayer makes, Satan will answer that prayer. Okay, but if you stay according to the word of God and you have faith, God answers the prayer. Your prayers are answered. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For what? You are with me. You know when it says, I will fear no evil, it's not like, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be afraid. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, you have no reason to fear evil coming your way. That's what he's saying. You have no reason to be afraid that evil is coming. you just passing through the shadow. Don't camp there. You're just passing through. The storm you're supposed to pass through. God has his way. He has something for you. And so don't get discouraged. Don't get, get depressed. Because the storm, God has a way. He can make a way through the wilderness. When you pass through the fire, he says it will not burn you. What is he talking about? He's done it before. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. How many of us have been in the furnace? God's able to take care of you. Let me say this. Just because you have a storm in your life doesn't mean you are not in the will of God. You see, a lot of people say, well, if, if God's with me, why am I going through this? You don't have wisdom. If you say that. Many times, you have storm when you are doing exactly what God wants you to do. When you are in the place where God wants you to be, that's when the storm comes. Not because you have not done what is right. And many people misunderstand that and they think, well, maybe I've done something wrong. God's not with me. I'm not getting anything. Nothing is happening. And then they begin to have doubts and unbelief and they cut God out of their lives. Just because you have trouble doesn't mean God's not with you. You can read in Matthew chapter 8 Jesus himself said to them, Let's go on to his disciples. Let's go on to the other side. You know that scripture? Let's go on to the other side. And Jesus would not say a word unless he's heard from the Father. They were in God's perfect will going to the other side. And guess what showed up? A storm. A storm. So you can to be doing exactly what God asked you to do, and things go crazy and you're wondering why. Think about Joseph. He seems like this. Those your dreams are not going to happen. Look, you are now a slave. How are we going to bow before you? <laughs> but that was God's path. Amen? That storm. But when you read about Joseph, because his heart was right with God, you hear this one thing. But God was with Joseph. Isn't that what he said? When you pass through the fire, I'm going to be with you. Joseph was not afraid. No complaints. He knew. I don't think he knew exactly what God was doing. But he understood. When, if God has spoken it, is coming to pass. Whether I get in the prison or not, I'm getting back where God wants me. And then, there's something the Bible calls the fullness of time. Can I hear an amen? amen. The fullness of time. We can't wait for the fullness of time. We give up before the fullness of time. We allow these storms to discourage us and we give up our dreams. We can't wait. But he waited. Jesus said to his disciples, let's go on to the other side. And then the storm came. And and, and they were struggling for a while. But when you have the wisdom of God, uh, you are resting in the storm. Amen? Jesus was resting. You think he didn't feel the waves? I've been in a boat with him, You feel it. But he had no concern. The disciples thought, this is it. We're all going to die, including the Son of God. (laughs) And they woke him up. Master, don't you care that we perish? We? Are you talking about yourselves or Jesus? Who is we? (laughs) The Son of God will perish in a storm, a natural storm. But that's the way we see it. Guess who you are? A child of God. Amen? Amen. Just like Jesus, why should you perish in a storm? That couldn't happen to Jesus. They woke Jesus up, and Jesus rebuked the storm. There's a word of wisdom here, okay? And then he turned to them and said, "Where is your faith? You know what he was saying? Why did you awake me up? Why didn't you handle it yourself? Hello? Where is your faith? Don't call Pastor up. Speak to the storm. Can I hear an amen? Speak to that storm coming against you. You are a child of God. And speak to it in the name of Jesus. It's as if Jesus himself is speaking to that storm. So speak to that financial storm. Speak to that problem in your marriage. Speak to it and it will obey you. Amen. He's still the storm. Where is your faith? He wanted them to do it. There's another lesson there. Faith is what it takes. To steal a storm, faith in God is what it takes to steal a storm. No matter what the nature of the storm is, get wisdom. Jesus said, If you can only believe, all things are possible to those who believe. Faith will steal any storm. So it doesn't matter the nature of it. And you faith doesn't see what's going to happen. Faith is believing against what you see. Believing against what you feel. And trusting only and standing only on the word of God. That's all you got. It could be physical storm. The doctors have told you it's all over, just put your house in order, but you're not listening to that. You're stand you still feel the pain but you are trusting in God's word. By his stripes, I am healed. I like this uh, testimony, This the days of Oral Roberts. Uh, these women went to the hospital and uh, the doctors came to, two women, they went to the hospital. They were faith people. The doctors told them, uh, you guys, this person is not going to make it. Uh, it, it. It won't take too long now and, and this person will be gone. They were, they were staring at the the doctor and then after the doctor left one of the women leaned to the other one and said "Uh, he doesn't know what we know (laughs) amen he doesn't know what we know we know what we know amen we know what we know now god's purpose for your life is bigger than the storm God's purpose for your life. That's wisdom. Always remember, God has a purpose for your life. And that purpose is bigger than the storm. Things may be difficult now. Again, we go back to Joseph. His purpose is bigger. I can read in in, uh, Acts chapter 23, verse 11, Jesus actually told Paul, He said, you're going to Rome. Remember that? You're going to Rome. You're going to stand before Caesar. And now Paul was in a boat going to Rome. Guess what happened? A storm came. And it got to the point where they believed we will not survive. There's no way we could survive this storm. Was he doing, was he doing what God wanted him to do? Exactly, what he was doing. Was he in God's will? Yes. And yes, he seemed like they will all lose your lives. But there was a purpose on Paul's life that's bigger than that storm. Amen. You have a purpose in your life. That God, especially if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is a purpose in your life. Paul says this in verse, uh, Acts chapter 27 verse 22. And now I urge you to take heart, he says, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of this sheep. And then he says, for there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong. Do you know you have angels walking with you everywhere you go? The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 1, they have been sent. Those are not just words. The angels are here. God cannot lie. God is not a man that he should lie. If he has said, he will do it. If He has spoken, He will make it good. When God said, I'm sending this ministry in spirit to minister to those who are heirs of salvation, these angels are here. And, and, and they, they are around us all the time. And the way some of us behave, the angels are wondering in your mind, God, I wonder how you live. I know you love Him, but man, He's, oh, he's terrible Because we're not trusting God enough. Amen? Filled with fear, concerns, Complaining, calling, worried. Where is God? I've done all this and God's not doing that. Why don't you be quiet a little bit? Be still and know. Okay? Be still and know. You can't figure all these things out. Let Him figure it out for you. I like that scripture. In John chapter uh, 14 verse 20. Jesus said, at that day, at that day you will know. That I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. So if you are in the Jesus, and Jesus is in the Father, and, 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 and Jesus in you, when they see you, guess who they see? You think a demon or a storm will come that way? No. You are bigger than a storm. Can I hear an amen? You are bigger than a storm. And God was going to deliver you. This is what Paul said. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong. That's wisdom. The angels always standing by you. And you belong to the Lord. The Lord whom I serve. Saying, do not be afraid. Look at what the angel says, Paul you must be brought before Caesar. That's the purpose. Amen? The purpose is not the lives of these people. God's purpose is to bring you before Caesar. And that purpose is bigger than your storm. So God takes care of you because of his purpose for your life. You know, Jesus, many times they try to kill him. But he says, but his time was not come. They couldn't because the purpose was way ahead. No matter how hard they tried. That's your portion today in Jesus' name. God's purpose for your life will always be there for you. Amen. I'm going to close with this scripture. Matthew chapter 7. Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine, We're talking about words of wisdom, okay? Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine. I've given you a lot of words from the scriptures today, right? They were from him. Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. I think what's missing in the church, we hear so much and we get excited, we do nothing about it. You are a forgetful hearer. When God says the word, say it and accept it. Make the word yours. Because God gave his word to us, right? His son. For God so loved the world, he gave... Guess who the son is? He is the word. He's the same. When you receive his word and you act on the word... And you say what the word says about you and accept it, you become invincible. Just like the word. Just like the word. That's what Jesus said. Everyone who hears my words and you believe it, the word enough to act on it, I will consider you a wise man. Amen. You are a wise man if you accept God's word and you take that word into your heart. Regardless of how you feel. When God says, I will forgive you, you don't have to second guess Him. He will forgive. All you need to do is ask for forgiveness. Is that so hard to do? Why don't you ask? He won't lie to you. He said, I'll forgive you. If you ask, I'll forgive. If you ask, whatever in my name. So, if you hear the word, then act on the word. Jesus said, if you do that... I will consider you a wise man who built his house on the rock. You built your house on the rock. And then he says, the rain, now we're talking about the storm. The rain will come. The flood will come. The wind will blow. For everybody. But you are planted on that rock. Why? Because you heard this word and you did it. You practiced it. You spoke the word. Now let me tell you something about faith. In second Corinthians chapter four verse 13, he says, "We believe, therefore we speak. If you believe the word, you speak the word." Second Corinthians four verse 13, we also believe. And therefore we speak. That's the first part. Say the words. Whatever God says about you. Acknowledge it and say, yes, that's true. That's who I am. Your mind is Satan tells you, no, you know, that's not you. You're flaky. No, I'm not. Let the weak say, I am strong. So you say what God says. You're feeling weak, but you say what God says to say. In that way, you are planting yourself on the rock. And the storms will come, but you'll still be standing. But if you hear those words, and you don't do those words. You don't practice. You're still building a house. But the unfortunate thing is you are building on sand. And guess what? This storm is coming. Houston. Remember we were watching it on television. And they say it's going to come this way. He's going to go that way. And we're praying. Please go that way. The other guy back that way is playing. Please stay where you are. <laughs> don't come over here. And God's saying, okay, (laughs) where do I? (laughs) Some of them are crying and saying, God, please help us. Why are you sending this storm to us? Why are you doing this to us? Uh, If you talk that way, it's coming to you, okay? (laughs) But if you say with the word of God, I believe God, even if this storm comes, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I have no reason to be afraid. God is with me. I have found my refuge. I have found my hiding place. I am safe. No matter what comes, they may all die, but I will be standing when it's all over. I'm standing. Walk around with a smile. And they said, Why are you so happy? This storm is coming. I know. But I have one who can handle this storm. Amen. Amen. I have one that can handle this storm. And after the storm is gone and you're still standing, they said, Where do you go to church? I want to go with you. I have this prayer request I've been hiding. Could you pray for me? Because then see that you believe in the Master. He created all things. All things are held together by the word of his power. He's holding your life by his word. Why don't you speak the word to agree with the word that is holding you together? Read Hebrews chapter 1. Your life is being held together, the whole universe, by God's word. Your makeup is from God's word. When you speak the word, all the molecules in your body agree with it. Amen. And you bust, up, bust out with light and strength. Because the Bible says you are the light of the world. Amen. Could you put your hands together for him? He is wonderful. Hallelujah. We will survive no matter what the storm. God is with us. That's the end of my message. We're close. No kidding. <laughs> Bow your heads with me. <coughs> Some of us have not really acknowledged Jesus as Lord and Savior. I did this years ago. I won't tell you how long ago. So you don't have to determine how old I am. <laughs> But this is serious right here. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He's looking to have you. Why would you keep Him outside the door of your heart for so long? He says, I stand at the door and I knock. God wants to be your friend. God wants to be a part of your life. And for so long you have not allowed Him Why don't you allow Him today? Let Him be a part of your life. Believe me, life will be better. Life is so much better for me since the day I accepted Him as my Savior. At the count of three, if you're here this morning and you've never really made Jesus Lord of your life, it's one thing to make Him your Savior. But Lord of your life, meaning God by your help, with your help, I will live for you. Help me, God. I want to live for God. If that's you this morning, you're saying, help me, God. I want to live for you. Or maybe you made a commitment to God before, but now you need Him in your life. Why don't you put your hand up and call on Him today? For everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. At the count of three, let me see your hand. One, two, three. Put your hand up. Put your hand up put your hand up thank you I see that hand thank you would you all pray with me say with me heavenly father thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ into the world to die for my sins Lord Jesus I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord, for coming into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Would you put your hands together? Give them a clap, offering. Please stand up. We're about to close. Those that have asked to pray with our prayer partners here, please come out. If you're sick in the body, we want to pray for you. If you have any needs in your life, please come up. We're going to pray for you. And we believe God will answer. By the grace of God, we've seen so many miracles here. God has healed a lot of people. And you can be sure God will meet your need. So before, as we close, those of you that need prayer, because we don't want to hold you longer, please come up and we'll pray for you. Bow your head as we pray to close. Father, I just want to thank you that your word is right now in the hearts of your people. Your word is in their mouth. And God, they can speak those words from heaven so that they can receive healing, salvation, deliverance from you right now in whatever area they are struggling. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we thank you for your word today in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. You're dismissed, but please come up. We'll be here to pray for you if you have needs.